am P.M. Kester, and welcome to the How to Take a Break podcast. This is a wellness-centered podcast presented by P.M. Kester Enterprises that examines the different types of breaks people take and why you need to incorporate breaks into your life. Let's start the episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode. Um, For this episode, we are taking a break for an intention check-in. Taking a break for an an intention check-in. And so it is 2022. It is the end of the first quarter. The end of the first quarter. And I want to hop on as a gentle accountability partner and just ask that you pause and reflect upon what has happened with your intentions during this first quarter? When you wrote down your word or your intention for the year, mine is focus. Insert what yours is. What has worked regarding your attention this year? What has been revealed? What do you still need to work on as we move into quarter two? Um, And I'm just going to jump into mine. As you know, I concentrate on three areas, money, relationships, and career when I kind of divide up my things for intentions. That doesn't mean other things don't come into play, but those are the big three things that I feel are the most dominant forces in most people's lives and definitely in mine. So I really hone in on how my intention is impacting those three areas so i'm gonna kick this off you'll hear me sipping some water on this but i'm gonna kick things off talking about money so one of my focuses this year is to really hone in on my finances so last year I had a growth year. I was focusing in on making my money grow and growing my understanding about money as well because I learned some lessons about <laughs> that that this, um the past year. I can't talk. This year, I'm focusing in on my wealth and my savings. How did I break this down? So some of my first quarter lessons is focusing in on emotional spending habits focusing in on how I spend to spend money to make my life better and my health better and looking at paying attention to the details of my spending and which I really think that it really goes over what I have learned this first quarter is that some of my emotional spending habits that I thought had left me <laughs> are not quite healed um, so, you know, spending when I'm sad, spending when I'm happy, spending just because I'm bored or and things like that. I don't do it a lot, but some of that is still there. I think a lot of us are guilty of that. To really, um, what really opened my eyes up about that was that I dared myself to not spend any money in January of this year. And when I started spending again in February, that allowed me to kind of look at those purchases. Um, I use the Mint app 
is a way to kind of center a lot of my my spending and it will send me alerts like, oh, we noticed that this is higher than it was this month and things like that. And so it really made me hone in on like, huh, why am I spending so much money on takeout food now versus in the past? Or why am I spending so much money on this? Or did I really need that? I'm I'm really now questioning some of my purchases and paying attention to like, oh, well, the bill for this has went up. Hmm, let me think about that. Or do I really need this service? So focusing in on money has helped a lot with identifying those patterns. Um, also, it's made me think about, in regards to my health, spending to make my life better and not feeling any shame about it. I had started to feel shame about some things. And some things I, I didn't use just because of the pandemic, you know, working out and stuff like that. I have not been comfortable. It's not against, you know, anyone else. If you're comfortable, I had not been comfortable. But now as my health has taken a, deter- a, a turn, and I'll be definitely focusing in on this in some later episodes, I've started to look back to my spending when my health first started having issues back in 2017, 2018. And I looked at ways that the money that I spent, even though I'd be like, oh my God, I spent that money. But I looked at how actually spending that money helped my health at that time. I was able to bounce back and recuperate and get healthy much faster because of some of the money I spent for services, massages, having someone clean my house, um, having access to a gym or like some dance classes that would help with my arthritis issues and other things like that. So now I have retooled my budget and I can include this into like a healthy me line item. And so I make sure that maybe some of that bad spending, that emotional spending, maybe I redirect that towards spending to make my life better, to make my health better. And I pay attention to the details when I notice increases in certain areas, I now sit and go like, I write down, okay, why did I feel the need to spend this money on this? Was I trying to impress somebody? Was I being too lazy to cook? Was I being manipulated into spending? And and these sound kind of harsh, but these are like real questions that when you are focusing on your money, especially for me, where I'm trying to focus on wealth, I'm trying to build money up so that I can make some other moves at other points in my life. And I'm focusing on my savings. And I find that, you know, if you get so wrapped up in this emotional spending and not paying attention to the details of how you're spending money, then you won't ever build wealth. You won't ever have that big savings. And so I really want to focus in and ask myself these tough questions regarding my money because I really am trying to end 2022 up financially better than I started the year. All right. So the next thing that we I focus in on is career. So I am at this point now, 2021 was not a great year career-wise for me. Um, It started off with me not trusting my gut about some career moves and listening to other people and getting into a job that I wanted but was not the right fit for me. 
And so, but that was a humbling experience and that was a learning and a growth experience. That was one of my big growth lessons last year was trusting my gut. But also that allowed me to get in tune with what I really wanted on my career. And so now I'm trying to focus in on that. And what I wrote in my notes was focus on balance and focus on worth. I had been telling myself and allowing people to speak things into me about my value and my worth. And with my resume and my career that's that's here, I'm just like, yeah, I was really not focusing in on what I was bringing to the table. And I am worth the price. Feel me on that. I am worth the price. But I'm also not chasing a chick. I'm looking at the balance of any career opportunity that comes my way. Does this position align with my current stage of life? Does this position give me the balance and contribute to my wholeness? And this may sound like, you know, like, woo, that is a lot. But I have been working for years. I am considered an expert in some public health areas. I bring a lot to the table. And instead of shirking and falling back, I need to step into that, step into that worthiness. So I am focusing in on that, focusing in on walking in my worth and my value in the known knowing of it, but also recognizing that I'm not making any moves that don't align with where I am mentally right now. And that I deserve that. And so it's all about getting in the point. I, I have a better understanding of coworkers when I'm like, oh, why won't you apply to this, you know, super important type job over here? And they're like, because that doesn't align with, with me. And, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, that person is lazy. No, they're they're recognizing how much money they make they they make now and they're weighing that against protecting their peace and what aligns with them at their current moment. And so I'm trying to walk in that. I believe that I will find the position at the price point that I want, but it won't be me sacrificing my balance for it. And so that is what I'm focusing in on career-wise. Finally, relationships. So one of the the big lessons that I have learned during this this first quarter is about words. I am really focusing in on how I am communicating, but also how I am being understood and making sure that I kind of verbalize when I don't think I'm being understood and recognizing when someone don't really want to understand me, if you can feel me on that level, but also how I am understanding others. And so I want you to think when I say focusing on words and and these are just some recent things that that I've noticed, Um, not saying that, you know, this is all of the communication lessons, but these are just some recent things that I have noticed Um, when I say focusing on your words. When someone tells you that they've accomplished something, do you immediately go into the devil, devil's advocate role? Um, hey, I got an interview. 
Must be nice to know somebody over there that can hook you up like that. Or, hey, I lost some weight. Well, it's probably mostly water weight. You know, most people just lose water weight at first. All you got to do is just X, Y, and Z. And when you do stuff like that, you're immediately devaluing what that person has told you. And you're, and on the other hand, you're deflating it. And I say that, I think I can look back on some stuff, even in my relationship with my kids, where I've done that in the past. But thankfully, for therapy, and I'm a big advocate of therapy, my youngest has definitely called me out sometimes over that over the years. Like, hey, you just kind of deflated my moment. And I've been like, ouch, but I needed that. And so I want you to focus in on that. When we are saying something to someone that, you know, we're like, oh, this is such a good thing and I want to share it with you and then their reaction to it or vice versa. Someone says something good to us and then we immediately feel this urge to play like the devil's advocate or to interject something negative into that. I want us to focus in on where that comes from. A lot of stuff that we do, I know some of y'all are probably tired of hearing this, but a lot of stuff that we do really comes from our childhood. We are projecting some of these learned behaviors onto these situations. Maybe we were in a home where anytime we had a good day, the parent would deflate it and be like, well, was it really good? You know, did you really earn it? Did you really do that? And instead of us healing from that and dealing with it, we're now projecting that same attitude we are repeating. We're mirroring that same type of negativity. And I want us to focus in on our interactions, how we are communicating these things and how we can turn this around. And so that has been my big thing for quarter one, uh, but I'm sure it's going to be a big thing that I'm working on all this year. It's just how focusing in on how I'm communicating and how I'm being understood and how I contribute to these things and working on that. And so I want you to email me, let me know how your intention is going and what has been stealing your focus in quarter one and how are you going to change that as we move into quarter two? It has been so great talking with you and checking in, tune in. Next month, we got some really good things happening. I can't wait to talk to you about it. Bye. taking a break to listen to the episode connect with me at pm kester that's k-e-s-t-e-r on instagram or email the kester group at gmail.com as always subscribe rate and review us on your platform of choice until next time find a little time to take a break bye